You know, during the past five weeks, I've been talking about getting beyond ourselves by creating some new opportunities for others, new opportunities made possible by building a community center out here in our undeveloped lawn, by then starting a new church in Clovis, and by developing a cash flow fund that makes sure our ministries never get stopped on a low-giving weekend. So as we talk about that, I want us to understand that whatever God calls a person to, or whatever God calls a church to, he always requires that person to do one thing to achieve success. He always requires that person or that church to make a sacrifice, a sacrifice of some kind. So as we begin, look at this statement on the screen. It says, there is no success without sacrifice. If we succeed without sacrifice, then it's because someone who went before us made the sacrifice. If you sacrifice and don't see success, then someone who follows will reap success from your sacrifice. Now, I have found that there are basically two kinds of people in life. There are people who say, I'm going to have to work hard today on the front end of my life. I'm going to have to work hard. I'm going to have to pay my dues today. I'm going to have to sacrifice today if I want something good to come my way someday. So there's a whole lot of people who, who kind of live their lives that day. On the front end of their life, they go, I got to go to work. I got to pay now. I got to sacrifice now if I want good things to come my way someday. But then there's other people who say, I'm not going to pay my dues today. I'm going to play today. <laughs> I'm going to play and maybe you've been in that boat before. I, I don't want to pay now. I want to play now. But then a day is going to come for those folks when they look around and they see others who have more than they have, who've gone further in their lives than they ever dreamed. That day is going to come. They're going to start to ask, why am I not where I should be? Why did I not reach my full potential? And then they're going to come to the realization that they're playing on the front end of life instead of sacrificing and paying their dues on the front end of life, have left them with a shortage and tons of regret. There's a story about some people who decided to play now instead of sacrificing now. You see, there was a man who owned a house in the Swiss Alps. And his house was halfway up on the mountain in the Swiss Alps. And people who wanted to learn how to hike and who wanted to make it to the top of the mountain, they would sign up for this hike, a two-day trip. And about the time that they were wet and cold and exhausted, they would come to this man's house halfway up on the mountain. And when they entered the house, they were greeted with a roaring fire and a, and a great meal, hot meal on the table. And even though the winds were howling outside and the cold winds were blowing. They were now warm and dry. Food was on the table. They were having fellowship around the table. And they were safe and satisfied. Well, that went on for about an hour. And then the guide said, get your gear. We're going on to the top. Well, some chose to stay in the house and not go on to the top. And the owner of the house said, some always stay at the house. And as the rest of them put on their gear and got ready to go, 
There was lots of laughter in the house. There's lots of joking about, you silly guys, you're going to go out there and freeze your toes off while we sit by the fire, while we play games. And the owner of the house said for the next two or three hours, those staying at the house had a party. <laughs> they enjoyed themselves. They, they had a good time. But then towards evening, they all began to make their way to the picture window in the house that had a view of the mountaintop. And one by one, they would make their way to the window and they would see their friends on their way to the top, reaching the top of the mountain. And then when that same group in the house woke up in the morning, the owner said, they never had any joy. There was no excitement for those who stayed in the house. But the ones who went to the top, when they made it back to the house, man, they were cold, they were exhausted, but they were thrilled that they had accomplished their vision. And they couldn't wait to get to the bottom because they had a story to tell. They have a story about the sacrifice they made, the price that they paid to make it to the top. But those who stayed at the house and stopped short of the goal, the owner of the house said, always trudged to the bottom with regret, with nothing to share, with no victory to report, for they were the ones not willing to make the sacrifice. Well, the Bible tells us another story about another guy. The story is found in, in Genesis chapter 22. And yet this was a guy who was willing to make a sacrifice for what God was calling him to do. Take a listen to the scripture. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain, I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. 
he went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Let's pray once again. Dear Heavenly Father, from this scripture, I pray that you would just speak to our hearts today, that we might have the kind of life that Abraham exemplified. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. From this story, I want to share some things about sacrifice that I think apply to you and me as we try to follow this vision that God has placed before us. First of all, write this down. God prepares you for times of sacrifice. He really does. He prepares you for times of sacrifice. Because of God's great love for you, he doesn't just dump times of testing upon you. He loves you. But he also wants to develop you. So at just the right time, like Abraham, he'll bring to you a time of testing. The Bible says this. God, what did he do? He tested Abraham. He tested one of his followers. Now, there had been some things in Abraham's life that God had been dealing with him about. And Abraham, time and time again, had proved that he was God's friend. But God was developing him and preparing him for a time of even greater testing. Now understand, there's a great difference between God's testings and Satan's temptings. Write this down. When Satan gives you a test, he costs, wants you to fail. He wants to attack you when you're at your very weakest point. His plan is to knock you down and to knock you out of God's hands. But God tests you to strengthen you. Satan tempts you to destroy you. That's a difference between Satan and God. Then write this down. When God gives you a test, he wants you to not fail but pass. A little different than some teachers I knew in high school. Amen? <laughs> God wants you to pass. He wants you to grow stronger. He wants you to become successful. In fact, God does not test you until he knows you've got the capacity to actually pass. He never sets you up to fail. So whenever he gives you a test, he knows already that you can pass it. That's the difference between God and Satan. Now listen close. I believe God has brought us to our beyond ourselves challenge to test us, but not to watch us fail but instead to watch us grow in our faith as we face this new challenge and to watch us pass the test. Now, the question is, are we going to stay where we're comfortable or will we commit to the challenge and go to the top for God? That's the question. Folks, it's a test. 
And it's time for us to go beyond talking. We've been talking about some of these things for lots of years now. And it's time to go beyond talking. It's time for doing. It's time to go beyond lip service to the king of kings. It's time to sacrifice for the king of kings. We say that we love the Lord on Sundays. We, we sing that we will give our lives to the Lord on Sundays. But it's now time to go beyond our words and make a sacrifice for the Lord. In other words, it's time for us to match up what we say with what we do for the Lord. And as we do, we will pass the test. We will honor God, and we will meet our goal. So first of all, God prepares you for times of sacrifice. But then, write this down, your love for God needs to be proven. You see, it's one thing to say that you love God and follow God. It's another thing to prove your love for him by making a sacrifice for him. And that is what Abraham became willing to do, to make a sacrifice. Look at this once again. God said to Abraham, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah, and then look at this, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. At that moment, when God said that to Abraham, God was pointing his finger at the most precious, important thing in Abraham's life, his son. And he said, Abraham, sacrifice him. God was putting his finger on the most important thing in Abraham's life. Everybody say, whoa, with me. <laughs> whoa. I cannot imagine that. The bottom line is this. There may come a moment during the Beyond Ourselves Challenge when God points to your Isaac. God may just point out to the most important thing in your life that you value and say, sacrifice this so my vision, my challenge for Canyon Hills will be done. And as you look at this story, you'll notice that, that God does not ask for Adam's for Abraham's leftovers. You'll notice that, that God didn't just ask for what he could pull out of his pockets and never miss. God just may ask for your Isaac. He may ask for the most important thing in your life. It's a test. He wants you to prove that you love him most and best. I believe God is calling us to a time of sacrifice. I believe God is saying, folks, prove your love to me. Jesus once said to Peter, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Peter, don't just tell me that you love me. Show me. Do something about it. Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. You see, a sacrifice is a visible act that proves your love for God. And your love needs to be proven. My love needs to be proven to God. And then, write this down. A sacrifice is giving up something precious, something really precious, so that something more precious can be accomplished. And that's exactly what Abraham did. Go with me through the Scripture once again. The Bible says this. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. 
When he cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. And then it goes on and says, Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son, Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And then the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God told them about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son, Isaac, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Did you notice all the constant references to the son of Abraham? God wants us to know from his scripture that his son was the most important thing in his life. Folks, unless the sacrifice you're considering making for our vision touches your Isaac, unless it touches something important to you, something that costs you something, you are not yet making a real sacrifice. Sacrifice is giving up something that is precious. And then next, write this down. And you often won't understand the sacrifice. Most of the time, you won't understand why God's asking you to sacrifice what he's asking you to sacrifice. You say, what? And I'm sure that's how Abraham felt. It's true in this story. When God said, Abraham, it's your son I want, that had to blow him away. Now, Abraham knew that Isaac was the son that he had been promised. He knew that Isaac was the son that through him, he was supposed to be made the father of many nations. He knew that Isaac was the son that had been given to him as a blessing even in his old age. Isaac was everything to Abraham, and now God wanted him to give him up. Abraham did not understand why Isaac was a sacrifice that God asked him to make. Now, when lots of people talk about the story of Abraham, they usually talk about the coming death of Isaac on the altar. But that's, this, this is not a story about the death of Isaac. This is a story about the death of Abraham. This is a story about the death of Abraham to himself. I mean, God walks into his life and says, I want the most precious possession in your life. And I'm sure Abraham wanted to say, God, not this, anything but my son. God, can we make a deal? This is a story about the death of Abraham to himself, to his will, his future, his plan. It's about Abraham being honestly able to look God in the face and say, God, you are number one in my life. Not Sarah, my wife, not even Isaac, my son. God, you are number one. And folks, that's the place we all need to come in our vision in our challenge to get beyond ourselves. We need to die to the things in our lives that are rivals to God. We need to give up the things that we love more than we love God. And it could be anything. It could be that nest egg that you've been piling away. It could be an heirloom that, that you take pride in that's been passed down 
from generation to generation. It could, it could be an extra car that you don't really need. It could be a recreational toy that gets more time than God gets from you. It, it could be a collection that you have. It could be some stocks. It could be anything. And God just might, during this time of prayer and listening, God, what do you want me to sacrifice and give to make sure our vision happens? It just might be that God points at something that you love more than God. At your Isaac. You often won't understand the sacrifice. And next, write this down. And when you don't understand, have faith. Like Abraham, have faith. You know, as we give up what God is asking us to sacrifice, even if we don't understand his request, we can still have faith in the process. We can still have faith in God. And here's an example. Look at this. Then Abraham said, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then, look at this, we, two of them, we will come back to you. Here's an example of faith. Abraham says, we will come back to you. You see, Abraham believed by faith that God would keep his promise to make him the father of many nations through his son, Isaac. He trusted God. He had faith in God. So Abraham had faith that even though he was going to give his son as a sacrifice to God, that God was able to bring him back to life and back down that mountain if that's what God wanted to do. And so Abraham demonstrated faith in God even though he didn't know God's plan. That's faith. And that is exactly what God wants us to do in the challenge that we have before us. He wants you to simply pray and obey. God wants you to listen to him and then do what he asks you to do. God wants you to have faith in his plan, even though you don't have all the answers. So when he asks you to give up something that is maybe precious to you, to build that community center for others, to start a new church in Clovis, California for others, to develop the cash flow fund so that we never stop our ministry to others, you simply obey in faith, trusting in his plan. When you don't understand the sacrifice he's asking you to make, have faith. Because, then write this down, because a trip has meaning when there's sacrifice. The trip only has meaning when there's a sacrifice. You see, the whole purpose of the trip was to honor God with the sacrifice. That's why Abraham was going up on the mountaintop. That's why he was building an altar. That's why he was taking wood and fire. The whole purpose of the trip was to honor God, say, God, you're number one in my life with a sacrifice that was pleasing and acceptable to him. God Almighty. The purpose of us taking this trip called Beyond Ourselves is to offer a sacrifice to God that is acceptable and pleasing to him. One that proves our love for him and one that helps us accomplish our mission given to us by him. The making of more and better followers of him. So here are two things I want to say about sacrifice. Write this down. First of all, the level of sacrifice sets the level of success. It really does. The Bible says what you sow is what you'll reap. And so the level of sacrifice determines the level of success we will have. And so if we, if we sacrifice much, we're going to receive much. If we sacrifice little, we'll receive little. Next, 
The level of sacrifice sets the level of sweetness, <laughs> the level of joy. Now, you notice only those who went to the top of the mountain came back with joy. Those who stayed in the house, those who did not leave the warmth and the comfort of the house, they didn't have the sweetness of victory. You know, the reason that the faces of the Olympians who get to stand on the winner's stand, the reason their faces are filled with smiles and laughter and, and joy and tears is because of the sweetness of the moment. You see, the greatest sweetness goes to the person who makes the greatest sacrifice. The truth is this, for our trip to have meaning, for us to have success, for us to experience sweetness, the level of our sacrifice has to be great, for our goals are high. I, I told you last week, our goal is 395000 395000 So our goal is to raise that amount in the next 12 months to reach others. And yet you can help us do that by simply taking this card that we're handing out to you every week and going to prayer and saying, God, what do you want me to sacrifice? And when he lets you know, you simply write it on the card and you bring it, you drop it into an offering plate. And then on Sunday, November 23rd, we're going to ask everybody to, to bring their card if they haven't. Let us know what God's saying to your heart. And then bring your first gift towards your commitment on November 23rd, which is what we're calling Thanksgiving Sunday, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And let's just give a big thank offering to kick this whole beyond ourselves challenge off. Just do what God asks you to do. Bring that first gift, and soon we'll be all able to enjoy the sweetness of success together. So that's our goal. But our plan to get there is this. I want to ask you to pray and fast Listen and then obey. Fast something. Give up something for four days in a row. And during those four days, pray and listen to God. And then obey whatever God asks you to do to accomplish our vision. Now, maybe you've never thought about fasting. Maybe you've never even heard about this concept of fasting before. But you can fast anything. But I've learned over the, over the years in my spiritual practices and spiritual disciplines that if you dedicate yourself to go on a food fast in some way, I believe you will experience a greater connection with the Lord than you've ever experienced before. That's what I experience each time I do a food fast. And there's a lot of ways to do a food fast. You, you can go on what I call a juice and water fast for four days. You say, I can't do that. Well, maybe you can Maybe God would call you to do that. A food fast, juice and water for four days, saying, God, I am serious about hearing from you, and I'm serious about offering to you a sacrifice that's acceptable and pleasing to you. So God, speak to my heart, and God, give us success. Or you can go on what's called a Daniel fast. That's liquids and vegetables only. No meat, just vegetables and liquids for four days. And we're going to fast four days and just say, God, we need $100,000 each day. God, we, we just need to see you bring us a victory one day for each $100,000 we need. God, in your timing, in your way, we don't care how you do it, God, but we're trusting that you do a miracle in our midst. Some of you, because you're on, on, on medicine, you, you can't do a food fast. So give up something that is maybe precious to you. Give up Facebook for four days. Man, some of you going, man, I can't do that. Facebook for four whole days. Give it up. 
Seek the Lord with greater diligence. And then together we might experience success in getting beyond ourselves. A a trip has meaning when there's sacrifice. And then last, write this down. A greater sacrifice yields a greater blessing. And it's really interesting in these scriptures to see that God blessed Abraham in these three ways. First of all, there was the blessing of God's presence. God showed up as Abraham had the knife to his son's throat and said, don't do it. He showed up. God is never too early. God is never too late. He always shows up at the right time to help his people. Now, if that would have been me, I would have been telling God during the whole trip that he was late. Amen, anybody? <laughs> I, I would have been saying things, saying things like, God, we're now heading up the mountain, Lord. <laughs> Lord, the wood is now on the altar. God, Isaac's now bound. He's on the altar, Lord. <laughs> I've now got the knife in my hand, Lord. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do it now, Lord. I would have been shouting to the Lord. But at just the right moment, the angel of the Lord shouted, Abraham, don't touch him. Don't do anything to him. Abraham's first blessing was God's presence into his his needy situation. Then there was the blessing of God's approval. God looked at Abraham and he said, now that I know that you fear God, because you've not withheld your son from me, your only son. In other words, Abraham, I know that I'm now number one in your life. You've just proven that to me. I know that now. Folks, wouldn't it be awesome to hear God say, now I know that what you say on Sunday morning is really true. Now I know that I'm number one in your life. I believe as you sacrifice, as you fast, as you pray, you'll hear God say, now I know (laughs) that you're making me number one in your life. And that's a blessing when you get God's approval. And then the third blessing was this. There was the blessing of God's provision. The Bible says, Abraham looked up and there in the thicket, he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over, he took the ram, sacrificed it as an offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. Notice Abraham didn't call the place the mountain of sacrifice. He didn't call it the mountain of blood, sweat, and tears. God's provision was so sweet He forgot all about his sacrifice and put his focus on what God provided. The ram. Folks, it'll be the same for us. When God provides what we need to accomplish our vision, it will be so sweet that we'll forget about the sacrifice that we made and we will never forget as followers, as God's people, the day that God provided and what he provided. We'll be talking about that around here until the day we die. That day that God provided 395 in this place. We'll forget about our sacrifice and talk about the provision of God. Amen? That'll be exciting. The truth is this. Wherever God guides his people, he provides for his people. God is guiding us to get beyond ourselves, to be concerned about others. And these are three ways that we can do it. I invite you to join me in this sacrifice, in this fast, and may God bless you as you hear what sacrifice he would have you make to help us get beyond ourselves for others. Let's pray. As I pray this, maybe you'd like to join me in this prayer. Father, help me be willing to pay now, to sacrifice now, to accomplish 
your vision. Father, we come before you. We've talked about this vision. We've talked about your faithfulness to take your people up and onward for the building of your church and your kingdom. God, now we place all of our trust in you. We're willing to do our part. We ask that you do your part. Lord, we step out in faith to hear, to listen, and then to obey. It's in your name we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. amen.